They said, well, Mr. Prince, they said, well, it's time for your checkup. Yeah. Now, they had already told me when they gave me these here bifocals or trifocals or quadruple focals, whatever you want to call them, that this is pretty much the max we can do for you, Brother Prince. And I said, thank you, Jesus. It beats nothing at all. But Brother Chop, when they called me in and I said, well, I thought y'all said there wasn't nothing else y'all could do. They said, well, yes, but uh, I need you to come on in anyhow. And I followed those instructions. Why? Because they are the doctor. But God, the doctor of all doctors, had already told me what they were confirming, that it's all stable. I look out of these eyes every day. I know if they didn't change or not. Long story short, Brother Chop, they charged me $112 to tell me what God had already confirmed, didn't they? That myself was stable. So I thank God. Anyhow. Acts 19, verse 13 through 16. I promise you, I ain't going to be long, but we're going to let it rip. 13 says, Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches. And we, 14 says, And there were seven sons, one seeker, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did go. And the evil spirit, everybody say the evil spirit, the evil spirit. answered and said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. But who are ye? And this morning, oh, I got to read one more verse. I got one more. I said 16. Help me, Jesus. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. This morning... I'm simply going to drop this in your spirit, a golden nugget, just for you. All that glitters is not gold. You, you may take your seat you, in the presence of the Lord. You. I heard you, boo nigga, all that glitters ain't gold, and that fits better, but I tried to be a little proper. Yeah. All that glitters is not gold. Jackie, I know you have become such an astute teacher of the word, and I love you, appreciate you. I'm so glad you did. 
But I'm going to help bring some of you up to speed of how we got to where we are right here. Paul, of course, was renowned for his dynamic and what seemed off-the-chart teaching and preaching. He came across a body of new believers, and he had asked them, since you've been baptized, had you received the gift of the Holy Ghost? And the newbies said, what is this Holy Ghost that you speak of? And Paul then asked them, well, in what manner were you baptized? And he said, we were baptized under the doctrine of John. And anybody remember John's doctrine was repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. And when God sent his approval in the form of a dove to land on him, y'all don't hear me talking yet. The dove represented the Holy Ghost. The dove represented the coming of the Son. And now that Paul was carrying the message that the Son, not only had he come, he has ascended, but yet to come again. So when they got the word that, that Paul was speaking of the enlightenment of Jesus Christ in their life to go forward with the leading of the Holy Ghost, they quickly got baptized in the name of Jesus. And they began, according to the scriptures, to be doing some wonderful works. They were saying good works. Good works. They said, hey, man, I was strong. I like that. And the good works were going on. But now, while they're doing these good works, they were under the right leadership. Amen? Somebody say the right leadership. The right leadership. Is what we need. It's what we need. See, some people get excited about how flamboyant the leader is. And some get excited about how charismatic the leader is. But if the leader ain't being led by the right spirit, and it means my body, you don't have a problem. And so what happens is there's always somebody that wants to cheat the system. It hasn't changed, Jackie. It's always that, Jasmine, you can relate to this. Even though you're in the upper echelon class, it don't mean that everybody's doing it the right way. Right. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy, I'm about to preach this morning. I'm already upset by last night. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. I'm going to carry on. I'm going to lose focus. But, but, but now you've got this vagabond. Everybody say a vagabond. A vagabond. It's not to be. It's not to be. What is a vagabond? A vagabond is one who hops from here, hops from there, thinking they know it all. And before somebody can help them, they're going off to the next house to see what they can destroy on the little bit that they think they know. And the vagabond is watching the good works that are done in a proper manner of what God said the Lord. See, just because you got the ability to gather a few people together on a Wednesday and a Sunday don't mean that you qualify to be a pastor. It's because you, you got the right money, magnetism, to make them give up and they can't give no more, don't mean that you have the right attributes of being a pastor. Because a pastor's job is long suffering. Got a witness over there in that corner. And when you 
understand the true works of a pastor. You don't even begin to look at money. You don't even begin to look at size. It's all you say, Lord, then they come, let me bless. Then they come, let me have what they need. The question on you being the best that you can be. And so these vagabonds are watching. Jackie over there doing a good thing. I can read. I'm going to read what Jackie reads. How many know there's a difference between reading God's word and studying God's word? All right. The devil can read. The devil can congregate words to make them sound beautiful, but he ain't going to live it. But the vagabond sees a man that's demon-possessed. And let me help somebody. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has to have something in him because he's able to recognize the demonic spirit. No, they ain't recognize the game. See, I'm just telling y'all, he's confused that Find the spirit by the spirit. No, you try the spirit by the spirit. And my spirit is acting up. Your spirit is going to be acting up. We're going to be right. So he recognizes the demon. Now, if you notice, it says them. More than one. And he started to play church. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to cast you out. I'm going to lay my hands, which was anointed by God. And if you go back and read a little bit further, they had begun to take the handkerchief. Y'all wonder where the handkerchief ministries come from? It's all in the 19th chapter. And a preacher feel like he did God's word. He's going to wipe his sweat with the towel he had for the day. He's going to cut it up in chunks. And sell it to you for ninety nine ninety five. And say this is my anointed sweat that came from God. If you abide it up like there's no tomorrow. All the grinners. There you go. There you go. But his vagabond is playing church. And the demon stopped the service. And called him out. See, sometimes you just got to call things as they are. Amen. Who ready to be a liar? Maybe you're a liar. Don't mean I don't like it. You just a liar. I can't let you read testimony, sir. But you lie. You lie. Jackie. If you a thief, you know I ain't just you know thief, Jack. But if you a thief, Jackie, I can't let you count the money. Don't mean you don't have a place in God's kingdom, but you just can't be in the money section. Because all the staff there is eat off of me. <laughs> you can't do that. Know them that labor amongst you. So if Demon stopped serving. And he said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. 
But who is he? See, see, watch this. Here, say, y'all better watch it, right? In the name of Jesus, I speak against it. As preached by Paul the Apostle. Then watch this. He said, but I come in the name of Jesus. When he was back in the other man, he told him, okay, okay, when he speaks with my heart. Now I'm speaking in faith. Who are you? I know what Jesus can do. I know what Paul can do, but what I'm about to try you, baby. That's going to try your spirit by the spirit. As the scripture says, that the demon jumped on him. And ran down the street, did he, naked and wounded. And I ain't just talking about no physical wounds. See, your spiritual ego wounds get to your teeth. Oh, I know I'm in here this morning. Let me help y'all out this morning here. Just because you can shout Jesus don't mean Jesus is shouting back to you. Everybody say it's about a lifestyle. About a lifestyle. Jesus proved that when he said, Depart from me, thou workers of iniquity. He said, But Lord, did we not cast our demons in your name? And did we not lay hands on the sick? And he said, Yeah. He said, Yeah. That father's going to recognize my work. He's going to recognize my work. But, but when you're doing them in vain, baby, your gold ain't as shiny as you think it is. As a matter of fact, there's a terminology called fool's gold. I remember that back in the day, herringbone necklaces would say. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You get your herringbone necklace, man, and, and, and the real litmus test, Jackie, was how did it react when you sweat? Did you have one of them look like long ringworms around your neck? I know I'm telling the truth. That's why you have to stop it, Pastor. And when you took your necklace off, was the rest of the gold still stuck to your skin? That's what we call fool's gold. But the real gold, y'all understand, see, the real gold, the real gold would go through the sweat. You could shower in it. You can do whatever you want in it, and it was going to still stand the test. The Word of God is going to always stand the test. And let me help you out about the real goal. Everybody say the real goal. The real goal. See, most of us wouldn't even understand and recognize the real goal in this natural state because the real goal looks like a rock. See, what, you, what you're looking for, what you're looking for is the glitter and the shine. Let me help you, baby. The gold don't shine until the gold through something. Hey, that's the gold. The gold don't shine until it went through the heat. The gold don't flash until it can say, I've been there, done that, and I'm not going to be removed. So this lifestyle is about your relationship. With Jesus Christ. I don't care that you can turn flips and the folks throw $100 bills at your feet. Or you living the life that God has required. When the TV camera is off. When the radio microphone is shut down. 
or you still living a quality life that's going to let God say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. All their glitter and gold. And if vagabond begin to run down the road, somehow I can hear him now, save me, Jesus, save me, Jesus. I can say, lay hands on yourself. Here's what we've always tried to teach here. If you have a true relationship with God, you can pray for the pastor. You don't have to wait for the pastor to pray for you. Am I in here? Let me tell you, I'm so glad I'm okay. And I'm sanctified. And I'm filled with the Holy. Because I got a relationship, even if I lose my key, I can still get in. Y'all don't hear me talking. Y'all don't hear me talking. How many of y'all remember when you was younger? See, they don't do it now. They'll call CPS on you now. Leave the child home. Don't let nobody in this house. Don't let nobody in this house. I remember the meeting with Bill Foster. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Pat, you listen to this. I listen a whole lot. I got to keep up with y'all. Bill Foster said, his daddy comes to the door. He didn't have his key. He said, boy, you know I'm your daddy. He said, if you my daddy, you would have a key. What I'm trying to say, when you got the right relationship, even if your key is misplaced, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger, they will not follow. Let me help somebody. You might have a child and you feel that way. And it might be in bondage. But trust me, when you plant that seed of righteousness, this ain't going nowhere. I might take a little longer for it to go up in some than others, but trust me, it's working. It's working. And when that baby comes to his senses and says, you know what, I was raised better than that. I was taught better than that. And watch that thing start to work its way through. That's how relationships are. See, relationships are developed. You don't buy relationships. See, when you buy relationships, they only own rent. And as long as the rate is affordable, they'll keep on renting you. Boy, y'all better say this. As long as I can rent you, I can control you. But who the sun set free is free indeed. Baby, baby, you, 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 you feel like, well, I, if I kick him out this, oh, God, thank you for talking. If I kick him out this, maybe he'll shut up. No, because he said, the righteous is going to hold your money until I give him some of the release. All right. If you don't say it all through, not now all through. If you don't lie down all through, wake up all through. If you don't wake up all through, be the truth. And if you know it's the truth, I had a problem. Maybe y'all can hear And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just trying to be legitimate here. Maybe y'all can help. I'm at the game yesterday. At the opening of the game. Sitting in the star, standing back. I have no problem with that. 
Then when we play, lift every voice and sing, I ask people, say, well, what is that? You can talk on that, but you're going to be quiet on the one that everybody's fighting against or why we celebrate it anyway. I'm just asking, am I wrong for thinking that? But if I bring it up, I'm wrong. But if we're going to be about truth, let's be about truth. I would rather my country still to be the star of Franklin Banner song. At least that includes us. Y'all remember that? My country is the sea, land of liberty, of the I see. Land where my fathers, I land of the pilgrims pride. From every mile since I let freedom win. That covers us all. I told you, I asked somebody, I said, Prince, let's go on a cruise. I said, no, I'm not going on no boat cruise. Last time my people was offered a free boat cruise, and we ended up over here. <laughs> 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 Y'all catch them on the way home. Somebody already called it crazy. Now, once again, we need to have a commitment. And our commitment must be to the truth. Some of us have more allegiance to our organization than we have to the Word of God. Think about it. I'm committed to my creed of five beta six. Yes, I am. But it will not override the word of God. I'm committed to the overall success of my beloved prairie view, but it's not going to override the word of God. I'm committed to the Prince family, but it is not going to override the word of God. I'm committed to the temple of refuge but it's not going to override the word of God. If we commit to the truth, you will have less drama in your life. You know why? Because I found out that when you stand on the truth, folks don't bring darkness to you. You know how to say that. Hey, I heard it. I don't want to hear it. They say, so stay away from me. Hello? Because if you can do it in the dark, you might as well do it in the light. Because that's where whatever's done in the dark will soon come to light. So you might as well come out that corner. Can't hide. All that glitter ain't gold is back upon his learning this the hard way. He's realizing, yeah, they have a church. We can do service just like they do service. You don't know what it took for them to get to that point to do service the way they do it. Meanwhile, stay in your lane, operating how God gave you to operate. Get right with what he knows you can get right with. And as you get better, things get better. Am I here this morning to Amen. He's talking about the amen, Pastor. Hallelujah, Pastor. I'm almost done, believe it or not. Everybody say choice. Choice. Say it again. Let me hear you say choice. Choice. There you go. I get his grown. I like it. I like it. We all have the choice. Choose from right or wrong. 
Here, here, now I can see pretty good this morning. Just by a show of hands, how many of y'all went with the masses even though you felt like in your heart it was wrong? You, you went with what the popular people were saying, but you said, no, that couldn't be wrong. Uh, just for the sake of you, you didn't want no heat. You didn't want to become pure at all. You didn't want to be made a true soldier, but I just, I just, man, I ain't going to rock the boat. Sometimes you need to turn the boat over. Because if you don't, who will? I want you to understand something. The next time you get to stand for truth, next time you get to have the choice of choosing you this day whom you're going to serve, just understand the righteous are going to barely make it in, right? If you decide to go with the masses of crowd just for the sake of getting along, moving along, to get along, when you stand before the maker, when you stand before the maker, you're going to say, the fault for me is I work for the maker. What I mean is you have to do everything you get. When you have the chance to stand up for your moment of truth, which represented me, Request the Depart from me. My work of a I want somebody to give me real good. Now, I'm not saying be radical. I'm not saying be irrational. But you got to stand for truth. And what people say that I don't want to let the truth shine, when you do stand for that, you become the radical one. You become the irrational one. And let me help you. It comes with a price. It comes with a price. They will try to shut you out financially. They will try to shut you out socially. They will try to shut you out spiritually if you left. But they that wait upon the Lord. You understand what's really going on, and, and let me help somebody. When you stand for truth, it can seem so lonely. And the devil knows that we all want to be accepted. We all want to be liked. We, we all want to get along. But, but sometimes it's your season to be in the wilderness. Some of y'all say, Lord, I've been in a whole bunch of seasons. Wait a minute, Jesus. Whatever, maybe you're having a Moses moment. Instead of just hearing directly from God, instead of being influenced by the people, see what Moses should have done in 30 days, took him 40 years, because he was more concerned how the people was going to receive him than doing what God told him to do. Oh, I'm speaking knowledge this morning, child. And so what should have been a short path turned out to be a lifetime. And when you really look at it, Moses missed the mark. That's why Jesus had to go and release him in 2 Peter 3. He was so concerned and frustrated by the people that he would stand on what God said to Lord. Y'all want water? Hit the rock. Here, there you water. Instead of letting the truth guide him. God told him, he said, Moses, he said, don't, you, you, you let me down. I can't allow you to lead the people over to the promised land. It's going to make me look like a fool. So here's what I'm going to do with you, Moses. I am going to take you to the mountaintop and show you the promised land. And after that, you're taking a nap. We forget about all this. We forget about all of it. We forget about all of it. So yes, it's all of us in the source of the break. 
But you got to understand your choice. Your choice. Not my choice for you. Your choice for you. If I really and truly have set the mission for this ministry, I say this ministry, I can, I can make it just like the other one. I can get you caught up emotionally. I can go hire a musician. I'm going to do all those things that fluff and, and make you feel good for me because I make you feel good so you'll give good. That's what the vagabond is doing. He'll sprinkle a little word, but then he's going to make you feel good most of the time. And then once he didn't got too far, you can get when you need a, a piece of bread. When you need a piece of bread, you'll come to a ministry like ours and say, I'm hungry. But it's something about the true relationship with God that separates the fakers from the shakers. My question to you this morning. You have to answer this for yourself. I can't answer it for you. If you were to do a true litmus test with the Lord right now, would you be considered? Would you be considered on your own analysis a vagabond? Oh God, no. Hello. Would the enemy be able to recognize who signs you in? Because again, if you have to recognize, I need to leave that one alone, but that's one enough. Or would you get something? Ask the question. Are you glittering? Or are you shining? The ball that glitters. And go. Everyone's saying. Father, we stand before you this morning with a word that is hopefully cleansing us from inside out. We're praying and asking for forgiveness first for what we're falling short. Asking that you would restore us, that we can continue the journey that you began us on. And as we move forward, Remind us what happens when we get off course. Not to serve us, Lord, but to keep us encouraged that the right way is the right way. Let us not be persuaded by peer pressure. Let us not be influenced by popularity. That we become true sons and daughters for your word to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us the strength to stand up against those who will choose to resist us. Yes, we're social creatures, but we're also your creature. And you promised that you would be closer to us than any friend could ever be. And you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. We ask that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Come on, give God a hand, praise. Thanking God for Jesus. No apologies needed because even if I didn't say it, if I didn't say it, the truth is going to always be the truth. Amen. I want to thank those who have joined us. We ask that you would continue to be a part of the movement that helps us to move forward. Temple, let's show our listening audience love on today. <laughs> 